So the star of the shy finds himself off the show. Is that what we're seeing here? I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this article and this is going to be a very, uh, very filled episode with a lot of wisdom. Because I believe that this moment uh, is a teachable moment. And I believe that the black equity in this is understanding how your behavior matters. And so I don't know what is true and what is not true. I can only go by what is reported. And we all know that sometimes things are planted and reported to make somebody look a certain way when they really weren't that way. I don't know if that is the case. I'm just playing both sides here. And the reason why I'm playing both sides is the media will say one thing, but then there's really the truth. And so I don't have all the answers, but for right now, I have the media's answers. And if this this gentleman, Jason Mitchell, uh, is able to come and speak and, and figure out what it is, he's welcome to come on the Black Equity Podcast at any time uh, and dispute what is in the media. But here's what we got from The Hollywood Reporter. Jason Mitchell dropped from the shy and Netflix film amid misconduct and claims. Let me sip on my coffee real quick because I'm I'm going to have to go in because I'm seeing three teachable moments, three pieces of wisdom from the jump. One moment. Coffee sip. All right. So. Here's what you need to know. I'm looking at heavy dot com. Because I want to give you a full understanding of what's going on here. Jason Mitchell, five facts you need to know. Uh, number number one, Tiffany Boone, Mitchell's co-star, repeatedly complained that Mitchell was sexually harassing her. Report said. Now, if you don't know, Tiffany Boone plays his girlfriend on The Shy. And I think she actually does a really wonderful job. But I don't know anything about Tiffany Boone. I don't know if what she's saying is true or not true. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is what she claims. So, you know, we want to respect women. We want to respect when they say, hey, this is what's happening to me. So we want to listen and we want to investigate to not investigate would be a disservice to everyone involved. I think everybody would agree with that. So that's the first thing that heavy.com is saying. Uh, So as we uh, pull up and look at, you know, what else is being said, by the way, this is written by Kate Pringle with uh, heavy.com. Number two. What she claims in this article is Mitchell was accused of assault in 2016. So this is something that uh, he that now is in this track record. So they're saying, well, he was already uh, accused of assault and now he's doing it again on set. Uh, not only with the shy, but also uh, Desperados on Netflix. Number three. Mitchell's mother was in the army and the family traveled when he was young, finally settling in New Orleans. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, what that has to do. You can read the article and learn more about that. Um, but that was one of the, the things that Heavy.com stated. Uh, number four, Mitchell said he got into the drug scene after Hurricane Katrina. I do remember that. I remember that from the Breakfast Club interview. And he said he had a lot of stuff going on before he got into acting. Um uh, 
things that were pending, things that he was not really proud of. And he was glad that maybe he was getting an opportunity to change his life around once he sat down and did uh, straight out of Compton and played a, a wonderful part of EZE. They had a lot of us uh, saying, who is this guy? He's doing a wonderful job. And I do remember from that interview, him going in detail, uh, trying not to go too much in detail, but saying, hey, I'm not perfect. I've been through a lot. I'm just glad I have this opportunity now uh, to live a different life. And then so number five, Mitchell's father died by suicide when Mitchell was 15. I guess we're getting into the psyche of him and trying to understand uh, why he may do the things that he that he's doing. I, I don't you know, some of that may be relevant. Some of it may not be. So those are some of the stories that are coming out to me. Right. That's what I'm studying. So we all know why we're here on black equity. We all know what we're here to do is to get down to the matter. Look at the wisdom. So, of course, as always, we're going to look at the three pieces of wisdom that this story is showing me. The three pieces of wisdom that this story is showing me. Let's get into it. Nugget number one that I'm seeing here from this particular story. If you don't. If you don't treat people right, it will catch up with you. Now, I'm not saying what he did is is true. It's all allegations. But no matter what, whether this story is true or not, there's still wisdom here. How you treat people matters. How you treat people matters. No matter if you like them or if you don't like them, you have to treat people right. It will catch up with you. You can't only be nice to the people that you mess with. You, can, you can't only be nice to the people that you're rocking with. You have to be respectful to all parties at all times. That's business. There's no, you know, I'm only nice to these group of people because I like them and these group of people I'm not nice to. No, you, wherever you go is your brand. Wherever you go is your personal brand. So from this set to this set to this place to this place, if you have some issues that you need to fix, fix them before you enter into the into other spaces. The first piece of wisdom is you're going you're going to have to respect all parties involved in business and in personal life. It doesn't matter how you feel about somebody. It doesn't matter how much they provoke you. It doesn't matter what the excuse is. You must respect everyone involved. If you are in a situation that is too toxic, if you're in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, you need to figure out a way to either handle that situation or remove yourself from that situation, no matter how great the opportunity is. So I don't know what Jason is, is saying, hey, you know, his response is, hey, this happened to me. And this is why, you know, what you're seeing is just the reaction of these other people provoking me. Maybe that's what he's going to say. I don't know what he's going to say. But if that is what his answer is, just be respectful to all parties. You're here to do a job. You don't have to be best friends. I get it. I get it. You're not going to vibe with everyone. But there's too much money at stake. There's too much value at stake. Your career is at stake. And you can't afford to put your career in jeopardy 
when everybody that is dealing with you doesn't have a pleasant experience. If the only people that rock with you are the people that rock with you, then that really means nobody's rocking with you except for your people. And that's great. You, you have your you have your people. Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. But the world is bigger than your block. The world is bigger than your corner. The world is bigger than what you've seen. And you're going to have to learn. And you're going to learn today that you must be respectful to everyone. Even if you don't like them. That's the first piece of wisdom. This is business. Everybody gets respect in business. Even the customer who is yelling at you and, and, and calling you names and everything underneath the book. I've been there. And I've looked them dead in the eye and shook their hand and said, you have a great day, sir. Because at the end of the day, it's business and everybody gets respected in business. And if you can't deal with that, leave. Second piece of wisdom, when you are building a brand, a mentor of mine once said, Hire the best in the world. Hire the best in the world. And so the shy has decided when they first came out that they would, what they call in the industry, they would tap this up and coming star from straight out of Compton to be one of the leads to their film, to their their project, to their story, to uh, this show that's going to be on Showtime. So a lot of things are tied to him. A lot of the marketing is tied to this Jason Mitchell guy. So (laughs) you have to understand that if you're going to have any project that's going on, hire the best in the world. Now, what does that mean? Right. What does hire the best in the world mean? That means you're looking for something specific for every role that you have in life. Every role that you're going to bring into your life, you're going to need a specific person who's the best at that thing. And so if you have a, uh, a show and one of the main things of a show is to be the face of it, to be the spokesperson of it, to be the person who's always out front, you're going to need someone who has high character. Now, I'm not saying Jason doesn't have high character. What I'm saying is from this article, from other things you read, this isn't his first rodeo. Now, that doesn't mean that, oh, well, you know, how dare he, you know, get a, a position after he's had a, 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 a rocky past. Hey, I'm just saying there's risk involved now. Showtime has pumped a lot of money into this. So what, what happens now when a whole show to me, the whole show centers around this character. So you kick him off. What do you do? You write them out, you kill them off and and you continue the show. I'll be honest with you. Without that character, I don't know if I really care about the show. He's he's the the thread throughout the whole thing. I'm probably not going to watch. I mean, I'll look at it for a little bit, but at some point it's like, uh, I'm good. So unless you're going to bring in someone else to be that flagship person to take this story to another place, the writer's going to have to get into the room and figure this out. Because someone like me, 
I was pulled in because I knew you were going to have a good flagship person straight out of Compton. He's built a, a rapport with the fan base. We love his acting ability. But now with these reports coming out that he's not no longer going to be on the show. Uh, perhaps you didn't hire the best in the world. The best in the world is bringing somebody in who's perfect for that thing. It's, it's attracting that person who's best for that particular role. So how do you know if you have the best in the world? Well, you would have to figure out what is what is the exact, the exact to the specifications of what I'm looking for. Because if you don't understand the exact specifications of what you're needing, you'll never know if you're hiring the best in the world. You think that the, the hiring the best in the world just means, you know, go out and, and, and just hire whoever has the highest credentials. And no, no, no. The best in the world means the best for that role. Whatever that role is. In this case, it, the role just happens to be a role in, 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 in film, in TV. But the best in the world means the best person that nobody else could have played that role. I remember when Monique, you know, was talking about. Uh, Empire and how she was, you know, tapped to be on on Empire. And she said, just letting you know, I'm not saying that I would have been the best cookie. I honestly think Taraji P. Henson ended up being the best for that role. Taraji P. Henson is the best in the world for the role of cookie. So when you hire someone, you hire the best in the world for that thing. Taraji P. Henson, best in the world. That's key. So what I am saying is I don't know. And of course, as time goes by, I'm pretty sure if this is all true, the Showtime uh, and everyone involved with the shy did not hire the best in the world because then this would not happen. He may have been a really Great person to consider may have been a really uh, a great person to bring in the fan base. But there there probably was two or three other people that they were choosing between and they did not choose the best in the world. So now they find themselves in a very tough spot. So my wisdom to you is. Always hire the best in the world for that role. Here's the final piece of wisdom. Here's the final piece of wisdom that that is catching me. Your talent is (laughs) is only one piece of a puzzle here. You could be very talented. You could be one of the best at what you do. But if you treat people like crap, if you if you go around talking to people any way you want to. It's not going to last too long. And so I told you a few episodes ago, it's all about relationships on both sets. And I could see if this is just one set. So you would say, OK, well, the people on the shy, they just acting funny. He had a really great time over at Netflix. Well, but there's reports that there's issues both ways. So then there's probably something going on in his personal life, which is really none of my business. I'm just speculating to understand the psyche. Maybe there's something going on in the personal life. Maybe there's something else going on that triggered all this. I don't know. But here's what I do know. Relationships matter. 
relationships matter and you can be nice to just your people all you want to. You can you can have your little circle of friends and hey, have at it. But once you come out here and you start working with people, especially on projects that are bigger than you, you're going to run into some people that you just don't like. Now, I've been positioned and a lot of my friends have been positioned lately to where they get to choose who they work with. And I have no problem working with people who I don't necessarily agree with, but they're very respectful. And if we end up not doing business together, we shake hands. It's never mentioned. We just don't go around, you know, taking shots at people and being unprofessional. It's just not cool. But what I will do is if you disrespect me or if you are making it intolerable, I will ask for you to be removed from the project. And that's just real talk. The same way that is being done now, that's all in the clause. If you aren't, if you are creating an environment that I deem to be uncomfortable, I don't think it's best for you to be part of the project, especially when it's a constant thing in many of the different projects that you are working on. No matter how great your talent is, I don't care. I don't care how much you know. I don't care how great you are in this particular field. I'll go find somebody else who's the best in the world. It's okay. Go have fun. You go be great somewhere else. Don't don't let your talent or the things that you think you know. Don't let that get you so stuck in your mind that you start valuing yourself higher than what you're supposed to be. Either be humble or be humbled. Be humble or be humbled. That's the wisdom. Now, you can decide not to listen to any of this. And of course, you can question it all. You can do whatever you want to with this information. Eat the meat, spit out the bones. But I believe there's wisdom in every situation. And I believe there's wisdom in every person you meet. And I believe that these three pieces of wisdom. These three pieces of wisdom will get you through your next project, your next situation, especially if you're hired talent, which a lot of our followers are working towards projects where they are a hired talent. And there's nothing wrong with that. But just know that your behavior matters, how you treat people matters. And these three pieces of wisdom will matter. Now, take heed. If you decide not to take on these three pieces of wisdom, and then it backfires on you, on you. I don't want to hear nothing. Take this and run with it. Subscribe to Black Equity. Tell your friends about it. There's going to be more wisdom tomorrow right here on the Black Equity Podcast.